Okay, a little update on the last one about, like, what if she died and, like, what if he is something? I don't know what the title was. But, um, uh, the whole, um, Jennifer thing, she, I haven't really made a decision about you know, whether or not I should include her in my life or not, um, because I called her that one day, and then I didn't know, because I was, you know, I watched that whole thing about what if she died, you know, what if I got a phone call from my dad, and, and I heard that she died or whatever. And I would just feel so bad because I, I would feel like I abandoned her or whatever. And I think this is very kind, you know, like, and it's very normal to see this. But I also see it as sort of, like, a little bit selfish. I don't know. Like, because I want to possibly, like, seen as the good guy. You know what I mean? I didn't want to do her any wrong. And so it's like... I have to be in her life, if that makes sense. Like, it's an obligation. And that's not the, really the most genuine place to come from, I think. So that's why I still... Ha so I have to take a step back and like, it's like, oh, wait, did I really want to do this? Or is this because of my emotions of feeling like I'm a bad person? You know, because I'm not talking to her or because... um. Or, you know, because she's, you know, somebody who does have a mental illness and she does have an addiction. And then, and those things, because of her behavior, because, like, some of that, because I was learning about free will and addictions and it impairs you and stuff. You're not, like, the air quote normal self. And so I, but I was wondering, but is that okay for her, and I don't know, I don't know if the word okay is the right one, but I, is that okay? Since I know that, can I come to the terms and accept her for who she is, you know, without having certain expectations from her? And, and if I did have expectations, what are the right ones? And to what degrees can I expect them from her? And this is like, this is a, tricky thing because uh because of addiction is an impairment so i have this educational knowledge especially because of the essay and but also psychologically too so where certain expectations she may not be able to fit and by the way i do not want to tell her that because telling someone like oh you can't meet this or you can't do i think i think it would be especially triggering for them um so unless they're in a very state of like you know awareness and uh, trying to comprehend so I don't think it's necessary for me to for me to say that um but the the boundaries wh what would they look like do you know what I mean and and I was thinking like well, wh why do I want her in, in my life? And I honestly, I couldn't think of any because I was thinking, well, this is the right thing to do, you know? 
this, and I feel like that's not enough, though. And it's not even the good enough, if that makes sense. Because it should be, like, at least in my head, like, a genuineness um, of, like, you want her in your life. And, but now it, it seems more of an obligation because you see, um, because you feel bad because first, you know, the psychological background and then the addiction. So I feel like I felt bad and because of what I did and, you know, of what could possibly happen to her in the future. And I feel like me being in her life, I would like somehow save her if that makes sense or she has the potential of doing better if I'm around her in her life and this is admirable or whatever I think sometimes but that's a lot to be honest and it's also like I I don't know if it's the most genuine place to come about it and so that's what I wanted to be careful of. Because if, and and I'm wondering, like, how do I genuinely do it from the place of, like, just being there for her and herself and not having certain goals for her or certain, expe- you know, certain trying to reach certain stages for her? Like, oh, well, like, trying to, like, analyze her so much or having, like, little progression moment and letting that go and releasing that. And out of a place of just, like, a genuine relationship of where it's acceptance, meaning that she could do one way or the other, and it doesn't have too much of an impact on me, you know, and the impact is tolerable or manageable or whatever, or I'm okay with those things. And, you know, I I grew up with her, and she would be manipulative, she would be verbally abusive, she would be gaslighting, and so that's why there's, there is hesitance when it comes to, like, bringing on that kind of relationship anyways, and I was, and it's, like, I have to ask myself, like, do I genuinely have the, the, the energy for that, and this is, and I, I, and I also feel bad about that too, like, do I have the energy for this person, and because I would never want someone to tell me, like, I can't handle you right now, but that's what happens sometimes, and like, but it's true though, there is different energy levels, and it just would be so hurtful, it, it like, or it would be a little bit triggering, because it, it, it almost, unless you really clarified and checked in with that person, like, oh, I genuinely, like, you give them reassurance, like, hey, I'm not able to talk to you right now, and I need some time and space, but if you, and we can come back to this, like, at a later time, or we can hang out next week, or whatever, and remembering that, I think, is important, that I can do boundaries, I, you know, the conversations can be limited, or certain boundaries and stuff like that but to be honest I I haven't learned about you know it's hard to learn boundaries when you know the parents around you didn't have the 
you know, the best ones or the even just healthy ones. So yeah, that that's and I really don't want to get into this thing of trying to motivate her or or like trying to have certain expectations for her like oh go to the gym or or be positive and because that was draining to be honest to be her coach to be her and I instead I if I did have a relationship with her I would just want to be able to like accept her for she is and whatever she's doing and not try my best not to judge her for it and wanting one way or another for it and I feel like my tendencies at the moment it's it's getting a lot better to be honest it's getting so much better but right now you know there's all there's like maybe maybe five people in my life and I still have those tendencies around them because like I give certain suggestions or you know I imply things or I, I influence or whatever and I sort of criticize and critique on and I like sort of shift the direction and I can feel myself doing it and I can like sometimes and I realize it later on and I always wonder is it like is it genuine or am I doing this because this is what I think and it's difficult knowing how to guide and then but also letting people do their own thing and because I felt like as a kid, I, I would always have to guide my parents or I would guide, have to help my mother or give advice or whatever and get her through the day. And I feel like with the people around me, I have to do that too. And I don't, and I want to sort of let go of sort of the obligation concept and just like genuinely be with people for who they are and trying to just accept them for, and, I, and I'm getting so much better at it but I just want to continue to be mindful of it. And like I said, like, Jennifer is more intense than the people that are around me. So is this really the right time? Have I grown enough to be able to, you know, handle all that? And so those are my questions. And like I said, like, I... Like, is this coming from having certain goals for her or in the future, like her to get better? Would I be okay if she always had, um, you know, personality disorder and she was always addicted to pills or like, you know, for the rest of her life or whatever? Or, you know, she was depressed and sad or she started crying when I said something or uh, she starts, you know, um, nitpicking me, or she starts, you know, certain things. Or, like, you know, because there is, like, I'm, I'm going to have, like, a life, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm gonna get married, I'm gonna get, graduate high school, um, you know, I'm going to be around in the family. I visit her mother. I visit grandma, con- uh, you know, um, frequently and things like that. And there's going to be holidays. 
and but do I want and it, it's like do you know and her family stuff like the holidays she's going to be around for those and like this time I made the decision of like going to the Christmas events you know because she was going to be there and I still went and it was taught it was it was it was fine or whatever um Because there is these things of like, oh, a mother-daughter relationship, she'll give me advice about dating, she'll give me advice about maybe taking care of the household, she'll give me about just college or how to be a young woman in this world. And I feel like a lot of times she's not able to give that to me. Do you know what I mean? And it's like then why am I talking to you then? Then I don't understand why am I talking to you then? Because sort of her role, you know, because she, because she adopted me was to be the mother. And traditionally that, that has been the role, you know, to teach your kid how to live this world. And instead it's been the other way around about like how I teach myself how to survive and stuff. And also how to help her go through and survive and things like that and that's why it's frustrating and it's like am I okay no like what I think like you know it triggered it by the phone call of like oh you know like your mother is dead or whatever how would I respond to that you know and because my thing was like would I have a so much regret because of like the things I've done or because I basically did the cycle of you know possibly did the cycle of abandonment that you know um that I felt as a kid you know and but you know those feelings they're not entirely true because there was you know I was still a kid growing up in this world and I was basically asked to take care of an adult and there were so many times where she just broke my boundaries and the boundaries of a parent-child relationship and I had to step away and and that's the truth of it and it just you know, as a person who has a conscious, I feel like I did something wrong, you know, like I possibly, you know, like I hurt her, I hurt her feelings. And, and it's especially hard, you know, knowing like she does have mental illness, she does have an addiction, stuff like that. She is injured, hindered and impaired and whatever. And it's like, but it's not quite talked about, like how much expectations or how do we manage those things or whatever. And how do you let go? And it's hard for a child to learn those things because you're just like, why are you not being my mom? You know, there's confusion and stuff. And there still is confusion. Because the child doesn't understand mental health issues and what really is going on. So I do want to sort of let go of like what I've done in the past, the decisions I've made in the past and forgive myself I think for what I did and just you know try to be compassionate towards myself and I think honestly I really did the best that I could
in the circumstances that I was in because there's like so many other people who tell me the same thing like I don't know how you could do that with that but just me personally I know that I tried so hard I genuinely tried and I gave her so much of the benefit of the doubt I gave my childhood so many of the benefit of the doubt I really tried to like you know be everything and do everything but I don't that was not my role and you know that shouldn't have been put on me and when it was put on me I tried to do my best and honestly I really did a good job <laughs> I really tried and I did figure it out and it's just now I'm an adult and I'm 20 years old I'm going to college I you know I have someone that I'm going to I plan on marrying and But there's also this woman who took care of me for, somewhat took care of me at least. And it's like, you know, what kind of relationship do I want with her? And would it be like talking to her maybe once a, twice a week, uh, two times a week? You know, like every every two weeks or once a week or... Because, like, right now, I don't know, I talk to my dad one, uh, every, th- every, every three times a week or whatever. I s- live in the same house with him. I plan to continue. He's going to come to my wedding. Um, like, he's, he, like, I just told him about, like, hey, dad, I just got an A on my thing. You know, like, I, I just improved my test score for my critical thinking test. And I can share, like, my moments of life with him. And that's, those are the kinds of relationships that, you know, are ideal. And that's what is worth sharing this beautiful life with. And, you know, sharing life with. And that's what life is. That's what relationships are. And it's just... You know, maybe when I say, like, oh, this is what I got on my critical thinking test, she, and my dad, he, he'll respond, like, oh, you know, I'm so proud of you, like, that's so great, and, but she might, she might respond, you know, like, with jealousy and envy, and, and she most likely will because I see her tendencies and that's what she's done in the past and she can always change those things and like grow and but she does lean towards that more and it's like that does take a toll do you know what I mean and about the genuineness and like why she's even in the life in the first place because it's it's not a very uplifting relationship And so I really want to get to the root of like, of a, actually of a, like good values, good morals of where, why she would be and coming to terms of that. And instead of sort of an obligation or trying to save her concept or trying to fix her or trying to help her or trying to like feel like the good person or feel like you know, well, she's your daughter, or, I mean, she's your mother, or she's your, or, you know what, I don't, you're such an angel for dealing with her, you're such a blow, no, no, 
I no, my ego is not like that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Like I want it to be from a genuine place of like, uh no, what the fuck? I'm not like any you know, of a humbleness of like, no, I just genuinely care about her, you know? And I don't quite know if I'm there for that. I I don't know if I'm quite at that point. And so and I think me thinking about it, it it shows that I'm, you know, genuinely trying to be compassionate and, you know, somewhat rational and, you know, critical thinking about it and the different perspectives that are going on and trying to sympathize with her. And, but maybe if I drew like an outline of like a possible relationship with her, because right now, to be honest, other than sort of the guilt, air quote, there isn't, and, but I I have been talking about forgiveness and stuff like that for like a year. So maybe consciously it's like, I still seek that mother-daughter relationship or I still seek that from her. And if I can't shake it or whatever, then, then just go with it and do the boundaries and then do the like, maybe like micro moments of time, you know, like, oh, okay, well, coffee for an hour or I'm over for, I don't know, two hours and we can cook together or something like that. Um, so maybe that might, or I could just like forget and forget. And she's, maybe I just see her every holidays. And so I think there is, is there is going to be some kind of relationship with her. It's just like sort of defining what the relationships and then also the expectations for myself, but the expectations for, uh, for her and the non expectations too. And identifying possible triggers and how you would handle those. Um, and identifying boundaries, um, when those triggers would happen. Or things like that. And sort of like the reminders of like, about what your role is, what her role is, and what's going on. And connecting that to morals and your ethics and your values. Because there is compassion. There is um, mother-daughter relationships. And what are the roles of that? Um, And then there's also the addiction and the disease. And defining those terms. Applying that to when, like, real-life situations happen. When she's not able to, like, meet my expectations of things and how can I protect myself I think that that's it and and also you know with my my father he's also going through a divorce with her my brother he's also cut her out of her her life and so this might also trigger them too of like why are you doing this or you don't have to or and it's like dealing with those and it's like sort of having the answers for myself where I'm not going in this place of in and out, if that makes sense, indecisiveness and yeah. Because there there is moments where 
because there are some good points. Like this is this is a thought that comes to me quite frequently, and I I would like to somewhat like go of it because it's like it's in my consciousness. It's like, well, if you can't deal with me, then how can you deal with um w- with somebody else when you're going into psychology? And that just like it really just hurt me. Because it just basically is, like, first of all, not only you said that to, a you know, somebody who was a child, even though I was acting like an adult, and I was having conversations like an adult, it might have appeared like I was older than I was. But you still said that to a kid who was still growing in this world. And it, it, it basically said, like, why, like, you don't love me. How can you love other people? And it was sort of triggering, and it, it's been, like, a constant thought in my head. And I don't even know if she remembers it, but it, it had such a long impact on me. And, but there is a part where there is some truth to it, because sort of the chaos and the destructiveness of sort of her char- character or whatever, or or, like, the overwhelming feelings that I get with her, I might feel that with another patient or, or with, you know, somebody who keeps screaming or keeps having, continues to have depression, even though we talked about it or even though we, and so it feels like I haven't figured it out. And so I feel like as a kid, I was like, I can't figure you out. I can't solve this. And I don't know what to do. And I feel so overwhelmed. And 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 so it just came out as like yelling and so or just controlling and um as this overwhelming anxiety and anxiousness because you felt like you you didn't know what to do and you felt so confused and I felt that's what I'm saying is the I and so it's like if that happens you know like in my work as a nurse or even as a CNA, there was there was one patient where she had sort of similar tendencies as my other and I about painkillers because she was addicted and I I remember seeing like I remember like this was just a couple of weeks ago like me genuinely just being irritated like and sort of dismissing her like oh she you know I don't know if she really has pain or I don't know if she really and I put my own opinion on it you know what I mean I put my own past experiences, I put my own thoughts and whatever, and it's like, you're not listening to the patient that she has a neck, you know, that she feels pain, and you're not acting on that, and it's like, you can't make decisions like that, you, if, so, like, if, and, because the nurse was like, well, I can't just say, oh, you have to listen when the resident, you know, says that they're in pain and take them seriously, and that's what you're supposed to do, and, I, of course, I'm still growing in this world, and I'm still learning, but I want to be, like, mindful of that, if that makes sense, but I also don't want, like, Jennifer to be, you know, the little, I don't, if if it makes sense, like, I don't need to, like, figure her out in order to figure out the other stuff, do you know what I mean? I don't have to go through the trenches of fixing that and mending that relationship in order to, like, 
you know, be a good professional and in, in academia and like do a good job in my whatever. And so because that was the sentence of like, if you can't handle me, then how can you handle her? And it was just like, well, you just might be a different case than other people or whatever. And you have certain roles that these people also do not have. You know, you are supposed to be a mother to me. You are supposed to be, um, you, and that you're not meeting those expectations in these role categories. So there is more frustration and disappointment, I think, because there is higher roles for you. There is, and where a a patient, there is no obligation for them to do these things or these roles to fill. And so that's what, and so because if it was like, for example, if I was to treat her like a patient, that, that just would be fucked too of like her not having any roles for me. Would that even be a relationship? If that makes sense? Because Abdi sort of has roles, you know, certain roles that he fills in my life. You know, he, he would be the person, you know, the husband or you know, the, he takes care of me, and picks me up, and drives me, and things like that, he loves me, and, you know, he calls, or whatever, and my father, he, you know, congratulates me, he, um, is able to help me when I'm in trouble, and things like that, or, and it's like, what are the expectations for you, do you know what I mean, and because, because if I was, the distance approach, I don't know, about, oh, there is no, but then there is no expectations for Jennifer, there is no rules you have to fill, or whatever, you know, you don't, you don't, like, that's why you won't disappoint me, I don't know, it it seems a little bit like an armor, and so that's what I I also want to be careful of. And, but then, but there also, there is, you know, for example, I do see, I do see residents and I talk to them and we do have genuine relationships. Like we'll have conversations. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Genuine. Yeah. They're real and authentic. Yes. Um, and they can be long-term. I, I get to know them, who they are and stuff like that. I still learn things from them, but I guess there isn't but still there's the role about the patient and then the caretaker. So there's still roles that, that still play. So even then, um, and even the therapist and the, the patient, there's still roles at play in certain things that you're doing. So, because, you know, this is possibly the obligations or, the lack of roles, but I do think that as a person, you do have roles to play, and because I don't see any, and when those roles aren't played, there's a lot of disruption and stuff, and emotions, and so defining those roles for ourselves, and for myself, and for her, too, will probably be key to, like, fixing the relationship or not, mending it and whatever or forgiving and forgetting 
And because I do want to be in a general position of like, I'm accepting of my decision and I am clear and there's a clarity between it. There's, and because I don't want to live in regret. I don't want to live in the past as well. And so that's why I'm trying to be mindful of it and, and trying to take it seriously and compassionately, you know?